welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Eiderstein, and welcome to the podcast where we talk about uh, spiritual things and taking the spiritual actions to continue to grow in our um, spiritual life today. Um, I'm looking forward to reading today's reading, which is January 25th of James Allen's Daily Meditations. Um, it should be a really great one today, so um, I am excited about it. And I'm excited to see what it brings. This will be uh, fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning I have not read this um, before reading it on this podcast. And so you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So it's always fun. uh, I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know if it's going to be something that I have experienced or not or know about or not or where I'm at with it. So it's always a a journey for me personally. So thank you all for joining me on this uh, path, and I'm looking forward to it every day, which is pretty cool. Um, So here we go. This is February 25th of James Allen's Daily Meditations. Inward harmony is spiritual power. Take the principle of divine love and quietly and diligently Meditate upon it with the object of arriving at a thorough understanding of it. Bring its searching light to bear upon all your habits, your actions, your speech, and intercourse with others. Your every secret thought and desire. As you persevere in this course, the divine love will become more and more perfectly revealed to you and your own shortcomings will stand out in more and more vivid contrast, spurring you on to a renewed endeavor. And having once caught a glimpse of the incomparable majesty of the imperishable principle, you will never again rest in your weakness, your selfishness, your imperfection, but will pursue that love until you have relinquished every discordant element and have brought yourself into perfect harmony with it. Make no stay, no resting place, until the innermost garment of your soul is bereft of every stain. Wow. Mm. I like the um content of this one quite a bit like i like i like the flow of it when it, it's talking about divine love and it's talking about how if we really take a look at our actions we'll see where divine love is and where it isn't and where we don't act in ways according to or that would uh um, be aligned with divine love. We just don't. We don't do it all the time. And that we should really take a look at this and that we really should be flushing these things out. I like... Uh, it, it starts with a great intro and the, the ending is perfect about how emphatically and rigorously and diligently we should work about getting there right so here we go the the inward harmony inward harmony 
is spiritual power. Right? When our um, inner life mirrors our outer life. Right? When our um, inner life is um, aligned with the principles we'd like to practice, the perspectives we'd like to take. You know, when we don't have that disassociation, not the disassociation, the disconnect between where we want to be and where we are, there's a power in that. There's strength there. There's strength in the knowing of that alignment and faith in that absolute good. He goes on to say, take the principle of divine love and quietly and diligently meditate upon it with the object of arriving at a thorough understanding of it. Yeah. That's something I've had to do personally. That's something I've had to come to an understanding of. I've had to change what the definition of love actually meant for a guy like me, you know, because it was very materialistic. It was very much a reciprocated thing um, to love genuinely another human being, not just in the romantic sense, obviously. There's a, there's a lot of depth to what love means to me today. And I had none of that when I first started getting into this spiritual life. So meditate on it and what it can mean. And sometimes for myself, just a tool I use all the time is like, if, if I was acting lovingly, what would I do? Because it helps me step out of myself and my own selfish desires and see what more clearly what the right action should be instead of the response or the or the the instant immediate reaction that is based upon my own selfish intent and perspective and instincts and self-interest or self-pity or whatever part of self is being triggered when i ask the uh, if i was acting in a loving way or some version of that, if I was doing that, what would, it, what would it look like? If I made the loving choice, what would that be? It allows me to, yeah, to step outside of me for a minute and go, if I was, for some reason, it gives me the ability to change a perspective. Change a perspective. I've needed that so badly. And it gives you a better understanding. Because if you genuinely cared for a person, genuinely loved and wanted the best for them, what would you do? If you wanted the absolute best for them, not just for them to be comfortable, it's a difference. He goes on to say, bring its searching light to bear upon all your habits, your actions, your speech, and intercourse with others, your every secret thought and desire. That when you've gained a competency of what love means through um, the meditation upon it, prayer, the, the speaking with others, the true understanding of what genuine love can mean. It's a very good uh, test, standard, to hold up everything against. And he lists, and he covers everything in this List two, habits, actions, speech, and intercourse with interactions, intercourse with others, and every secret thought and desire. Because again, that, that last part 
really is where we have to be careful because we can we can temporarily change the outside. We can change the habits temporarily, my actions, my speech, and my intercourse with others, my interactions with others temporarily for a time. But if the the thoughts haven't changed and desires haven't changed, we're going to have those old habits resurface. That's the difference. That's the thing we need to really focus in on here. Because that's the truth. Isn't it? The change needs to be internal. The change needs to come from inside of us. Like I said, like it said, it opened up with inward harmony and spiritual power. Getting our inner life, our inner dialogue, our, our soul in line with love is... That's where harmony and peace is. He then says, as you persevere in this course, the divine love will become more and more perfectly revealed to you, and your own shortcomings will stand out in more and more vivid contrast, spurring you on to renewed endeavor. And that's the thing with this. The more you know, and you change that perspective, and then you start taking actions, you start learning. Oh, this is still selfish. That's still me getting in the way. That's still me trying to control the situation. That's still me trying to gain this person's approval. You know, we have to flush out every version of our selfishness that shows up in interactions. And it comes through the attempt to make the most genuine loving choice. And then taking a look at it. And that crystallizes and we become more and more clear to you. So the more you reflect on perfect love and divine love and how that looks when interacting with a person, the more clearly it shapes. And the more attempts you make, the more you will learn about it if you can stay open to learning about it. And then when you can take that position, you can move on to a renewed endeavor, it says here. You become more committed to it. You become more, you grow, right? Because you're going to, you start again, because when you've looked at it and you realize that wasn't the truly loving choice to make or it has best intentions, but it still was wrapped up in it, it's a renewed. You start again with more information, right? Like it's, it's almost implying that we'll fail. Like to renewed endeavor, to keep attempting this, keep growing and clarifying and um, focusing on what it actually means, sharpening the image, the understanding of what divine love is. And having once caught a glimpse of the incomparable majesty of the imperishable principle, you will never again rest in your weakness, your selfishness, your imperfection, but will pursue love until you have rel relinquished every discordant, discordant element and have brought yourself into perfect harmony with it. When you actually start getting these tastes of what genuine love is, and a lot of them for me came from others. I tried to love people the best I could in the ways I knew, and then people showed me what genuine love was. And I started to understand what it looked like, and then I could practice it more too. I had to be practicing and be around people that were practicing it for me to begin to understand it. And when you start to get it, you're starting to get into the habit of making these loving choices, making these choices that are based on this what he calls imperishable principle. You, you, 
you catch a glimpse, he says here, of incomparable majesty, of that genuine altruistic nature we can have, but it takes a while to get underneath ourselves, to get ourselves out of the way, to chip away that block of self-centeredness. And it can regrow all the time. And, and it says, you will never again rest. Once you realize, once you have been able to experience that connection, that sense of love, that sense of appreciation, goodness, um, altruistic and wholesome intent, completely selfless and outside of yourself. Once you have experienced that, you will never again rest in your weakness, your selfishness, your imperfection, but will pursue love until you relinquish every discordant element and have brought yourself into perfect harmony with it. There's nothing else we want to be except for love when we have been there. And that's true for me. I don't like finding the selfish parts of me anymore. I want to change them. I want to address them. I don't like resting on my imperfections, character defects, shortcomings, as many will call it. I don't like to rest in my weaknesses where I fall down. Once you have experienced love, it will be one of the biggest motivators to stay there. To let these things go. To let yourself be, in a word, purified. To let yourself be aligned spiritually with divine love. And we will do it wrong for a long time. And I'm sure there's ways we will still always continuously show up. But... We will relinquish every discordant until we have relinquished every discordant element and brought yourself into perfect harmony with it. We will continue to pursue it. It's not a one-time shot here. You know, it's not a one-time deal. It's not a one-time thing. It's something that's worked at, and there's progress made. Progress made to the until we are perfectly aligned with this love. He goes ahead and ends here. Make no stay, no resting place, till the innermost garment of your soul is bereft of every stain. Every stain. It's insinuating, just continue to pursue it. Diligently, rigorously, emphatically, I think is the word I said previously. That's the position I take. That's what I try to do daily is to pursue this until hopefully one day I'll get to the place of um, that innermost garment of my soul being bereft of every stain. What a glorious day that will be. So... Great, great meditation today. Great reading today on doing this work, on doing and pursuing it diligently and not copying out almost, not excusing our own behaviors, understanding that we're human, but making intentional progress in certain areas. It's vitally important 
vitally important to continue to make that progress. So, it's just a great, great stuff. And uh, love this reading. So thank you all for joining me again for Janu uh, February 25th reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations. We have a Facebook page over uh, uh, labeled the narrowing path walking the spiritual walk if you'd like to go ahead and just shoot it a like shoot it a um a follow so you can get all the newest updates and quotes and things posted from this podcast so um i appreciate it i'm looking forward to tomorrow's february 26th so until next time thanks mm -hmm.